Well, football season is here. We love it. And there's no better place to shop for your game day beer, wine, or liquor than Molly's Spirits. We've been telling you about them for quite some time. If you're hosting a Broncos party, terrific. Just head to one of three locations of Molly's, and you can choose from a great selection of craft beers, many from right here from local breweries in Colorado. If those tasty seltzers are your drink of choice these days, Molly's has an unbelievable choice of those as well. Check out Molly's own Elevated Seltzer Variety 12-pack, which includes new flavors like lychee vanilla, limoncello, plum, and guava coconut. Molly's selection is terrific, but their incredibly helpful staff makes all of the difference in the world. There's somebody always around to direct you to your favorite brand, help you find a new favorite drink of choice, and answer any questions that you might have. They're really good. Their staff loves what they do, and it shows their knowledge of all their products. It can be frustrating to go into a store and then have to look for somebody to help you find what you need, right? The experience of Molly's is the exact opposite. So head to one of their three locations, Lakeside at 44th and Harlan, the DTC location right off I-25 in Arapahoe on the west side next to Sprouts, that's where I go, or their new location in Longmont at Ken Pratt and Main Street. And don't forget, Molly's delivers to your doorstep. It doesn't get any easier than that. To order, just go to Molly's Spirits. Com. Molly's, the land of adult beverage discovery. On this episode of the Dave Logan Podcast with Julie Brownman, Julie teaches us some new sports terms. Body block that joker. <laughs> um, blocking somebody out, I might. Yeah, maybe box out. Or maybe, yeah, yeah, box, box out. out. Maybe not <laughs> body block. But. What happened to that Broncos mile high magic? They've lost that magic at home. If you're going to have a playoff caliber season, I mean, you've got to win at least six games at home. At least six games. Can some consistency finally help the Broncos' offense take off? For the first time in five years, the Broncos have the same offensive system and the same offensive play caller in two years in a row. And what can we look forward to week one versus the Giants? September 12th, but coming off September 11th, the 20th anniversary, there's going to be a lot, a lot of emotions with fans back in the stands. I mean, it's going to be a great atmosphere, right? You think so, yeah. All that and more on this episode of the Dave Logan Podcast. This is the Dave Logan Podcast. And welcome to the Dave Logan Podcast, podcast number 93. Along with Julie Brown and I'm Dave Logan. Good to have you with us. What's up? Aren't you pumped? For the start of football? Yes. Yes, it is officially started. Got my uh, got my fill this weekend of a whole bunch of college games, mm. which were... Uh, you know the best thing about it to me? I mean, aside from the fact that they're, they're playing... Were there uh, fans? Yeah. There were people in the stands. Yeah. Uh, uh, you... You really don't completely appreciate how much you miss that type atmosphere until you don't have it. As a broadcaster, as a player, as anybody connected to any level of football, I mean, last year was was difficult in so many ways and not not just football, but it it was just – I was struck over the weekend with how many fans showed up and how excited they were and how different the game sounded on TV. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was It was cool. Makes you pumped for the season, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So before we dive into... That was a little Arnold Schwarzenegger right there. Pumped pump, for the season? Pumped you up. Yeah, you went mm-hmm. a little I've heard little he's Arnold. short. Have you ever met him? Arnold? Uh-huh. One time. Was he short? You mean like was he and now he's not? Or <laughs> No, I think he's always like yeah, he's, he's a not, big... Yeah, he's not. 
He's not real tall. I mean, in great shape, though. Mm-hmm. When did you meet probably, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Um, I'd say probably a decade ago. I don't think he's grown since. <laughs> but no, I, I would say he's... I always screw up heights. But I, I'd say f- five nine, maybe. five. Really? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Who's maybe. the most famous person you've met? The most famous person I've met. Mm-hmm. Well... I got to go with the Broncos when they went the, to the White House, which I thought was really cool to uh, commemorate their Super Bowl championship. Mm-hmm. So I didn't technically meet him, but I was within 10 feet of President Obama. Very cool. Uh, I thought that was cool. I, just the whole – I had never been to the White House, right? Mm-hmm. So just to have a chance to uh, be a very small part of that trip and sit out in the Rose Garden as he addressed everybody and then got to tour certain parts of – the White House. That was cool. I also met uh, President Bush when he came to. Well, he wasn't president then. He was running for president, but he was campaigning in Denver. And of course, that is Joe Ellis's cousin. And so he was at the what is now known as the UC Health Center. Mm. Uh, and I got to introduce, uh, or I was asked to introduce uh, at that point, candidate George Bush. So I got a picture shaking his hand. Very cool. Yeah. I heard that Obama, when he would come to town, liked to play hoops at DAC. I know he loves hoops. That would not surprise me. Yeah. I mean, I've seen I've seen video of him. He's got a little game, little left-handed push shot, right? You can tell that he he's played basketball. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's not foreign to him, right? Yeah, but when you're playing the president, like in pickup, I mean, do you really want to win? I mean, you do. Hell yes. You don't. Yeah. What do you mean like, you don't? I mean, do you want to like? shove the president i didn't say shove but i want to win <laughs> i'm not letting him why would you would you let him win i wouldn't let him win but he is the leader of the free world and so i probably wouldn't like body block him like i might somebody else body block i mean not just, really a basketball term i, I mean, but I'd be, hey, like hey make sure you body block <laughs> body block that joker <laughs> Um, blocking somebody out i might yeah, maybe box out or maybe yeah, yeah box, box out, out. maybe sure. not body block but no i mean if you're gonna play you might as well play you can't take it easy on him okay you know what i mean i know uh you know before we dive into this you and i have never talked about a record prediction since we're coming up on the first game of the season for the broncos we've never talked about your prediction mm. we talk numbers i don't know if you're that guy that does that no but- i mean I'm I'm optimistic about this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the start of the season is so critical, and I think Bronco fans know it, and I'm quite certain the organization knows it, and I think the coaches know it. I'm sh- I'm sure Vic Fangio is aware of it. I mean, they're 0 seven in the last uh, two seasons in September. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't they can't they can't get off to a slow start. So they've got. Uh, it was interesting because we're taping this on a Monday today. Uh, it was announced that uh, Saquon Barkley is probably going to play week one. He's going to be cleared to play. Now, I don't know if he'll be on a snap count. I mean, I can't imagine he would you know, get 60 snaps right. after coming off that ACL thing. But I'll say this, um, and Denver is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Go back and look at the record of Daniel Jones with Saquon Barkley and without him. He is decidedly better with Saquon Barkley, just in terms of number of wins versus losses. So I think Denver, again, I like the matchup. They've spent a lot of money in their defense, and you have to count on the defense going out and playing, you know, 
great football right from the start. You know, I think it, it's you cannot say enough in terms of how important the start of this season is on so many different levels for the Broncos. So I was going to say previewing the game for a little bit later, but let's just do it now since you talked about Saquon Barkley. You know, that's kind of the question is, are they going to say, are they going to let him play this week? But four days later, they have to go to Washington and play Washington. So that's also, you know, this is, and that's a much bigger game, I think, for them because it's it's in the division and, you know, in the conference. So um, I'm curious how much we'll see him. Right. And, and he's a little bit, a little bit hands off, I think in practice, like a little bit in bubble wrap. No, he's, he's, he's actually, they, they made the point today that he actually has gone through some of the stuff. I mean, everybody pretty much in practice is hands off. Yeah. So they're not um, anymore with the CBA and the agreement between the players and the owners. Uh, there's not a lot of contact in practice. Not to say that you can't get hurt, but, but there's just not a lot of contact. Right? No, but there, there have been plenty of guys this year that haven't played in preseason, right? Mm-hmm. There've been what what is it? 13 starting quarterbacks didn't take one snap of preseason action. Wow. So, but I I think you're right. I don't think Saquon will again get 50 plus snaps, but he is uh when he's right, he's one of the four or five best backs. He is a I mean, you talk about a productive young guy. He can catch it, he can run it, he breaks tackles, he's got great speed, balance. He's He's everything when he's healthy for the Giants. Well, what a wonderful test then for this Broncos defense that's getting a ton of accolades. On paper, they're fantastic, but we have yet to see them all together in action. Yeah. Are you going to get Von Miller? Are you going to get uh, Bradley Chubb together? That hasn't happened much. Uh, the back end's been rebuilt. Certainly looks good. And and again, I would just say this. I think Denver's a better team, but but in that league and on every level of football, you have to go prove it, right? On paper, what fans say, all that. I mean, that's that's fine. It gives us something to talk about. But ultimately, you know, you've got 60 minutes to prove that you're better than the other team. So, uh, I, I mean, I think Denver should win. I would pick Denver to win this game. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, I don't think if you're a five and eleven team last year, you can count on anything being easy for you. And as I've said before on on these podcasts, I mean the Broncos and their fans look at the Giants and say, "Okay, we have to win that because they suck." Well, the Giants and the Giant fans look at the Broncos exactly the same way, and they're playing at home, so they look at a five and eleven Broncos team and say, "We got to find a way to win." I mean, this game for sure. Don't you think though the outlook is better for the Broncos. Yeah, they both sucked last year, but if you look at the defense for the Broncos, Barkley's hurt. They've got a ton of injuries, I think, to the wide receivers and, and tight ends. It's just a different I don't think outlook. Evan Ingram's going to play. Yeah. So that's that's a big loss for New York. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the same. The The league is pretty balanced. I mean, the NFL got exactly what they wanted. Um, most teams, you know, every single Sunday will have a chance to win a game. Most time. I mean, sometimes you're going to have a really good team play a horrible team, and we all know that that's you know, something extraordinary would have to happen for that horrible team to win. But most teams, I mean, most of the 32 teams in the league are fairly well-matched. They're, they're pretty balanced. One or two players sort of set other teams apart 
And normally that's the quarterback. You know what scares the crap out of me when I hear people saying that the Broncos should go 3-0 and because the odds makers say that they're going to go 3-0. and And they would be disappointed if they didn't go 3-0. and Are you kidding? I'd be ecstatic if they go 2-1. and Let's be realistic. Why? Why would you be ecstatic if you go 2-1? and going 3-0 and is hard for any team, I think. And have you seen who they play? I have seen, but you just said, you just said that sometimes... What you think is going to happen doesn't happen. True. Right? True. But no, is that your expectation? Yes. I th- I think they can. I think they need to. Now, it's not a sure thing, but the week after they go to New York or New Jersey, they go to Jacksonville. You get a rookie head coach and a and a rookie quarterback. I mean, you have to find ways you have to find ways to win games like that. Then you come home against the Jets and they're They've been horrible. They've got a rookie head coach and a rookie starting quarterback. So, and that's a home game. You know, one thing that that hasn't been talked much, if you go back and look at the Broncos' home record the last few years, I mean, b- back when they were rolling, they were a dominant team at home, right? I mean, they they didn't lose many games at home. They've lost that magic at home. they got to find a way. If you're going to have a playoff caliber season, I mean, you've got to win at least – Six games at home, at least six games. The days of going, you know, you go four and four at home. Uh, well, they've got nine home games. So if you go five and four at home, you, I, I think your chances of getting to the playoffs not very good because because to me that would mean you got to go five and three on the road. So they've got to whatever you know, however they do it. I mean, they've got to find a way to start reclaiming some home field advantage, which they have not done really since 2015. If you could pick Daniel Jones or Teddy Bridgewater, who would it be? For like... In this, in who you like better? Daniel Jones. Like in a one game thing? Mm-hmm. I'd take Bridgewater. Daniel if Jones you, if you like said, I'm, st- yeah, I'm starting a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not so down on Daniel Jones yet. Mm-hmm. That I would say, okay, I, I I don't think he can play. I think he's got to have the right pieces around him. But I've seen him play pretty good football when those pieces are in place. But yeah, in a one game one game deal, I would take I would take Teddy. When we come back on the Dave Logan podcast, I'm going to give you a couple stats that I want you to help me not jump off a cliff after I tell you these stats and something from Vegas that you're going to hear about. It. That's next. You know, we take great pride in the fact that we work with all Colorado companies on our podcast, and that continues with our newest sponsor, Dipper Legacy Cuts. Clint and Lauren Mundell, their two sons, also run this fifth-generation ranch that has been in the family for, it's been like 120 years. If you want to know where your food is coming from, this is your answer. All of their beef is raised on the ranch in southeastern Colorado, and it's verified black Angus, antibiotic and hormone-free beef. And what a selection they offer. Their beef bundles include steak, burger boxes, or if you prefer, you can even customize your own bundle to satisfy everybody at your party. Let me give you an example of what we're talking about. Their Forks Custom Box, man, this is terrific. It includes burgers, a roast, choices of either short ribs, stew meat, or chicken fried steak. And when it comes to your steak, you get to choose from sirloin, strips, filet, T-bone, I love me a good T-bone, ribeye, flank, or skirt steak all in the same package, and it's antibiotic, hormone-free beef that you know exactly where it came from. And their shipping system is also great. The beef is shipped frozen with dry ice right to your doorstep, 
within two to three days of when you place your order. So the next time you're having a big event or maybe just having friends over for a Broncos game, make it a special day with an order from Dipper Legacy Cuts. Right now you can pre-order for delivery starting on August 30th. And if you use the promo code Dave Logan, you get a free pound of delicious ground beef included with your order. It's that simple. And keep in mind, they don't take on more orders than they can source on site. And that means you're getting the freshest beef you can find anywhere. Order from their website, DipperLegacyCuts.com. And if you use promo code Dave Logan, my name, no space in between, and all cap letters, you'll get a free pound of delicious ground beef included with your order. And follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to learn more about this Colorado family business. Dipper Legacy Cuts, Colorado homegrown and Colorado proud. The Dave Logan Podcast can be found at iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Remember to download, and if you like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe. Remember, you can log on to our website, thedaveloganpodcast.com. Go to the contact tab to ask us questions. We'll read them on the podcast. Most every question is fair game. Just keep it classy. It's a daveloganpodcast.com, or you can send your question directly to us on Twitter at DaveLoganPod or at JulieBrownman1. You know, just a few weeks until the weather gets brisk and cool, right? And you do know what that means. One of the things it means is it's coffee weather. Man, I love coffee. And what better way to keep you warm than a cup of Boyer's Coffee? Now, you know one of the reasons we love Boyer's Coffee is because they're locally owned and Colorado proud. So, look at it this way. Supporting locally owned Boyer's Coffee isn't only supporting Colorado. It means you're actually drinking coffee that's fresher than the national brands you'll find in the grocery. And we know you can find Boyer's Coffee at your favorite grocery store, Walmart or Sam's Club. But did you know that Boyer'sCoffee.com has varieties that aren't available in the grocery store? It has flavors like coconut cream, Colombian decaf coffee, or pumpkin spice coffee. And the list goes on and on with all the varieties that you can find at Boyer'sCoffee.com. So do yourself a favor, mark these dates on your calendar, September 26th through the 30th. In celebration of National Coffee Day, all bags will be on sale on the website for just $6.50. Man, you can't beat that. And definitely remember this day, September 29th, the Boyer's Coffee Food Truck at 73rd and Washington will be giving away free cups of drip coffee on National Coffee Day on September 29th, as well as half off any other beverages from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Also, remember it's pumpkin season, so stop by the coffee and food truck and pick up a bag of pumpkin spice coffee. Or, better yet, order up a cup of Boyer's Signature Pumpkin Spice Latte. Boyer's Coffee, roasting right here in the Rocky Mountains since 1965. Welcome back to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Brownman. We taped this on Monday. So we are, what, four days away from the start of the NFL season. Thursday night matchup. Looks like a good one. Tampa Bay hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Prescott, how will he play? How's his shoulder? Tampa returning all 22 starters from last year's Super Bowl winning team, which is unheard of in the day of free agency in the NFL. Mm -hmm. They must believe they got something good there. Must. You're picking Tampa Bay out of the NFC before the season starts? Um, I am not. Really? I am not. Uh, I mean, they, they've got every chance to probably do it again. But I just, I, it's just hard to repeat. You know, 
I mean, they can be, you can be really good and not get a break here or there, or somebody gets nicked up and you're not quite as healthy as you were last year. Uh, you do, even though he's a great player, maybe the best to ever do it. I mean, Tom Brady is 43 years of age. Sooner or later, you know, something has to give there. So, no, I, I would take the field in the NFC and say Tampa will not play in the Super Bowl. I would like to see Tom Brady leave before time gets to him. Wouldn't that be great? Like, I, you just don't like seeing. Well, I think he will. I mean, he said, hey, if I, when, when I get to the point that I think I cannot help my team play for a championship, mm -hmm. I'll be done. So, he's not there yet. For the first time in five years, the Broncos have the same offensive system and the same offensive play caller in two years in a row. Listen to this, some statistics for the last five years. They are 30th in points per game, 31st in passer rating, 31st in touchdown passes, and 30th in yards per play. That is damn depressing. Like, Yeah, I mean, that's that's almost impossible to overcome. I mean, it just is. So... Part of it is they haven't settled on a quarterback. Part of it is they've had different systems in place. You know, they made some coaching hire uh, decisions that didn't didn't work out. This year they've got Pat Shermer back. They've got the entire staff back. Got a new quarterback, but they do have the same system in place. I think, you know, as much as we talk about Vic Fangio and this is a big year for him, I think it's an equally big year for Pat Shermer. I mean, Pat Shermer... He, he's got pressure on him this year because you've got a lot of good players, a lot of talented players on that offense. you got to find ways to get the ball in the end zone. You have to find ways to generate more points. You can make excuses about last year, and, and I think some of them would be valid. COVID-19, uh, you didn't have OTAs, you had to have Zoom meetings, you had a young quarterback, it was the first year in the system. Okay, I get all that. You average 20 points a game. You just can't win at any level of football if you don't score more than that. Well, this year you've had all the OTAs. Um, you've had regular meetings. You've had regular training camp. Everything has been pretty much back to normal. You've got a new quarterback in place, one obviously that you, you and the staff felt more comfortable with. So I want to see. I mean, this offense to me has to be up over 24 points per game if they're going to be a playoff team. And that is a, I mean, that is a big leap over 17 games. Do you think that there's more pressure on Pat Shermer than there is on Vic Fangio? Because at least the Broncos should have this great defense, right? So that would, a lot of people would say that Vic Fangio has obviously something to do with that. But if the offense blows again, then that would be more Pat Shermer. They're, ti they're tied together. You, you can't – I mean, Vic Fangio ultimately is going to be graded on how many games the Broncos win, right? They can't win unless Pat Shermer dials up some things on offense and he gets the offense to play to a certain level. I mean, you don't have to be great. You don't have to be the top five offense. You just can't be 31st, 32nd, right? Uh, last in the league in turnovers, last in the league in interceptions, uh, bottom of the league and scoring, you can't you can't be that. You can be middle of the pack. I think I think if they're middle of the pack offensively, then they they they've got a chance to make the playoffs. So Vic has to, the pressure on Vic is to try to find a way to win games. The pressure on Shermer is to try to find a way to have a much better offense. 
come up with creative ways to get your playmakers in space, not turn the ball over, but score points. You want to be a little careful with the ball, but you also have to be aggressive enough that you take take some chances. There's a real balance, I think, uh, if you're Pat Shermer, to how you call this thing. So they have to be better on offense. If they're not better on offense, and I mean middle of the pack from the bottom of the league better, then they'll not be a playoff team. And if they're not a playoff team, I think all bets are off in terms of the future of the staff. Speaking of betting, Bet Online has Vic Fangio favored to be the first NFL coach to be fired. Vic Fangio's plus 500, Cliff Kingsbury's plus 700, and then Matt Nagy's plus 750. The coaches, according to Bet Online, that are the safest, this is not that difficult to figure out, is Bill Belichick, Bruce Arians, and Andy Reid. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably you know if you looked at the, you looked around the league I mean there's there's probably I think Vic Fangio and Matt Nagy are the two coaches that may be under the most pressure I mean any NFL coach you assume that there's going to be pressure there I think Andrew Reid could have a really bad season and still be the head coach of the Chiefs next year mm-hmm. probably same for Belichick if he if he desires to do so um, I I think also. Mike McCarthy's got some pressure on him in Dallas. Now he's only been there for a year, but he's working for, you know, an owner who is whatever Jerry Jones is now 76 or 77 years of age and wants to get back to some prominence and probably realize that, you know, I don't have 30 years here on the earth to do so. So, but NFL guys, NFL coaches are smart. They know that if you don't win, you get fired. They know that. It's just a matter of time. Are you predicting that something's happening to Jerry Jones? I'm predicting that Mike McCarthy better win games this year. He yeah. better better not have a year like he had last year, mm-hmm. even though he's got a couple more years left on his deal because he works for an owner who is not all that patient. Have you heard anything about the status of Noah Fant? They've, they've sort of kept that uh, in-house. It's a little bit of a mystery. Right, they're calling it uh, a leg issue. So I don't know if that's some sort of, of muscle. I mean, I've heard rumors out of there, but doesn't do any good to speculate on rumors. So, you know, we'll see. We'll 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 learn more about him this week in practice. But um, it has to be something significant enough that he's he's pretty much been on the shelf for the last two plus weeks. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hypothetically tell us one of those rumors? Doesn't do any good. Was but- it, are they juicy? I guess it would depend on your perspective. Yeah, I'm not one of those guys that's just going to speculate on a rumor in terms of an injury. That's uh-huh. that that seems silly to me. Okay, I'm you, just doing do this you for want, listeners. Do you, want, do you want to speculate on it? Not one second. Okay, well then neither do I. <laughs> Before we wrap this up, just give me some some game planning for the Broncos, specifically on Sunday in New York on the road. September 12th, but coming off September 11th, the 20th anniversary, there's going to be a lot, a lot of emotions with fans back in the stands. I mean, it's going to be a great atmosphere, right? You think so, yeah. You can't give the game away, right? Uh, I think the Broncos will find a way to win the game if they don't give the game away, which I think is one of the biggest reasons that Teddy Bridgewater is starting over Drew Locke. I think the matchup, I think the Broncos feel like they, they've got an edge in the matchup. I think the Giants will have trouble moving the ball against the Broncos' defense. And so, again, it to me, I, I expect the Broncos' defense to play really well. 
I don't know what the Broncos' offense is going to do. And I, I, I'll tell you what, I don't think anybody in town does, and I'm not even sure the Broncos know what the Broncos' offense will look like. They're optimistic. I mean, players, I know, I know how players think. Every year is a new year. We're, we, we, you know, we've got good players. There's no reason we can't go out and put 28-plus points on the board. That's how players think. That's how we used to think all the time. Mm-hmm. But you gotta, you got to do that because you haven't done it. So I think Denver wins the game. Um, and I think um, ultimately, for me, the thing that interests me the most is how Pat Shermer goes about constructing an offensive game plan that puts his skill people in positions that they can make plays. Yes, you want to run the ball, but I want a creative running game. I want to see I want to see things that frankly we did not see much of last year. And and Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, as teams prepare for him and see him on tape, I mean, he's got to prove that not only he understands, I think he understands the offense and where the ball goes, but he's got to show the ability that I will take some shots with the ball. So you can't sit on routes. You can't, you can't do some of the stuff that defenses do when they figure out a quarterback will not or cannot throw the ball deep successfully. They close ranks and they, they just congest the middle of the field and it makes it really, really tough on an offense. So you have to create if you're Pat Shermer. I want to see him create some big play opportunities. I would love to see, obviously, a Broncos win, but there's some playmakers on this team. Cortland Sutton is now healthy. Jerry Judy's one year, hopefully better, one year wiser, has worked on some things. I mean, I would love to see, like what you're talking about, a couple big plays and using those guys. Yeah, that's that's what Pat Shermer gets paid for. I mean, that's... You know, offensive and defensive coordinators make a buttload of money in the NFL. Not as much as head coaches, but they make significant money. And the reason is they're in charge of putting together a game plan that puts their people in the best position. Same thing, you know, Ed Donatel is a really good coach, defensive coordinator of the Broncos. I mean, Vic certainly has his hand in on that defense, but that's their job, right? Put your guys in positions where we can take advantage of of matchups that we think we have an edge in slow the running game down, make them one-dimensional, and then be able to get after Daniel Jones. I mean, the, the Giants' offensive line, based on what we've seen in the preseason, is an absolute mess. Great. I will be shocked if the Broncos can't generate a pass rush. Now, finally, if the Broncos can get ahead and force the Giants to throw the ball, it makes your pass rush a little bit better. Don't think that Joe Judge and who was the head coach of the Giants and the Giants staff, don't know the Broncos are real good in running, rushing the passer. So what do they do early in the game when they're in the game or if they're ahead of the game? They want to run the ball. The ball will come out of his hand quickly. A lot of three-step drops, right? So you know he's not going to sit there and hold the ball. You have to get ahead in the game and force them into, we know and you know that you have to throw the ball on this drive. That's where you get sacks and that's where you can disrupt a passing game. We know that you know that we're at the end of the podcast, but hopefully next week we talk about a Broncos win. Our block.
DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is pulling you in the center of the action with endless ways to make it rain this week. Sports betting has never been this convenient. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from anywhere the app is available. And if you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code LOGAN, my last name. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They really do it all. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day this week to cash in on their daily odds boosts. New boosts are posted every single day for all the biggest sporting events. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure. It's really easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want to. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code LOGAN, L-O-G-A-N, when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code LOGAN to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.